Welcome back to the one and only Minor Orders Report Film Podcast, the Sundance Edition. And this is your color perspective into all things Sundance. Your favorite Minor Orders are back. We are here reporting for duty. My name is Raul. And here with me, I got Mr. Moshama. Hello, everyone. And also, Kobe Mack. Yo, 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 what up? Return of the Mac. Yeah, we're going to get right into it. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing three more films from the Sundance lineup that we have watched and reviewed. We're going to be discussing Fire of Love, La Guerra Civil, and Genius, a Kanye trilogy. Before we get into it, though, make sure you guys give the show a follow at mreportpod on Twitter, on Instagram. Also, check out the site, mreportpod.com, for any and all new stuff. We're going to have a lot of written reviews on there coming to you, uh, but also... On the socials, make sure you check out the Sundance thread uh, if you want to you know, look into more in-depth everything we've been watching, all our blurbs on there. You can check them out again. That's in Report Pod. First up on the report, Fire of Love. Intrepid scientists and lovers Katya and Maurice Kraft died in a volcanic explosion doing the very thing that brought them together, unraveling the mysteries of volcanoes by capturing the most explosive imagery ever recorded. Directed by Sarah Dosa, written by Shane Boris, Aaron Casper, and Jocelyn Chaput. Documentaries are always so like sensitive for me. Like most of the times, I either like cry or cry and don't relate. You know, like yeah, I get emotional. Things are happening in the world. Like, um, but this this one is is strange. It's strange like how this movie uh, affected my day. I affected my life like for a for a for a moment i still think about it watching more than 25 or 30 movies and still think about this movie after the first viewing it's poetic it's a strong eruptive documentary about the unique and inspiring journey of the love and success of very very renowned volcanologists and very like a historical way of love like the, the relationship between both of them was brilliantly executed on, on the screen. Like, like the way Sarah Dosa d- did this film, it gave us a, a very powerful experience and showed the romance that happened between these two people. Like, we are going through the story about, like, volcanoes and, and how it's affecting core of Earth and how affecting the climate and how the climate and pollution and things affecting um, the, the, the strong like flow of the volcanoes, all these things like about like geology and about like uh, meteorology. And, but at the same time, we're going along the, the, the line of the story about like their love, the relationship between these two great people, um, the the humor, the, the, the risk taking, the adventure that they have been living. Um, it, it's indescribable. Like it, it's a movie that it has to be watched. It has to be seen several times. And I will always recommend like everybody to keep watching this, including like my kids, including everybody to learn about how can you make something you love and keep doing it and keep enjoying it. You know, Shama, I appreciate your passion. And I know that a lot of people out there are loving this movie. I like this movie a lot. I think it's good. Um, I don't think it's as good as that. Like I, I think the film could have moved faster. Um, I, I, a lot of people are saying like it's just in, incredible romance. Like I did not see the epic romance that other people are describing online. 
Do I like it? Yes. Do I like their story? Yeah. Do I like the images? Absolutely. And I respect their work. But the film definitely starts dragging halfway through and all the way to the end for me. And and I felt that the what happens to them wasn't climactic enough. All in all, though, it's enjoyable. I think this documentary is good. I think what I learned from it, I learned a lot. I'm actually glad that I didn't read the synopsis of this doc because I had no idea that they died up until when they died. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said- Well, they say it at the beginning, but we're like, wait a minute. I guess I wasn't even like paying attention, you know? Like, and, and it wasn't because I was paying attention because of the love story. Because like, I feel like a lot of folks, and don't get me wrong, Shama, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I think it's a really sweet love story. Yeah. It damn sure didn't make me swoon. I think a lot of people are projecting onto it because we want epic love. Um, but this was good. It is. It was tragic. It, like, it's a tragic romance. It's affectionate. It's so sweet. It's inspiring. I feel like- The it music has... sells that for sure. It, yeah. Okay. The footage, the footage between them, like after watching this movie, I feel like everybody should document their lives, like because you never know, you might be like of, of a big value in the future after you die. You I know, mean, we so, are in LA right now, so a volcano can pop up out the ground at any moment. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's right. So my report card for this film is eight out of ten. I'm at a seven point five, and I'm at a seven out of ten. Next up on the report, La Guerra Civil. I'll do that for you. La Guerra Civil. La Guerra. I cannot do La Guerra. You gotta roll your R's. La Guerra Civil. <laughs> uh, this film is about the epic rivalry between iconic boxers Oscar de la Hoya and Julio Cesar Chavez in the 1990s that sparked a cultural divide between Mexican nationals and Mexican Americans. It is directed by Eva Longoria. Yo, this is, for me, a brilliantly composed documentary that highlights you know the illustrious careers of two icons at least for me when i was growing up you know and i grew up in puerto rico and even i knew you know julio cesar chavez oscar de la olla you know it so it documents them their stories individually and as they come together and everything that leads up to their historic feud did divide a nation or two nations, actually, the people in two different nations. Um, this is, you know, a fascinating sports stock that is brimming with pride and nostalgia. And it I feel like it really comes through, you know, how much this it meant for Eva Longoria to tell these stories um, and this story of this feud. Um, I, you know, watching it again, I grew up in Puerto Rico. And for me, it was, you know, Oscar de la Hoya and Tito Trinidad. And it was like, I know their feud when I was growing up. And it was like this big thing with like a Puerto Rican boxer and a Mexican boxer. And so that had that divided us divided. Um, But, you know, knowing the story of Julio Cesar Chavez and Oscar de la Hoya, that was huge too. You know, mid nineties when I'm a young kid and, and when they fought him about seven years old and I just knew it was a huge deal, like a huge deal. Um, So this film was super nostalgic for me as I feel like it was for Eva Longoria as I'm watching this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It brought me right back to my childhood. Um, as far as the film itself is composed, I feel like it is very well edited, very well composed. I love the interviews. That's something that, like, as, for example, in Fire of Love, you know, it's all about that footage from the past. Here, we had the footage in more traditional uh, doc where, like, we're also having modern-day interviews with the people affected, you know, with the people that the docs are about, also with people around them that have unique insight 
into what is happening, what was happening at that time. Um, so that, you know, that, that brought like this really awesome perspective back into something that I already grew up with and knew to a certain extent. And it just brought so much more insight, which was great. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this documentary. I, you know, when we were watching it, Colby had kind of brought up one thing. I'm sorry that I'm going to jump the gun on this, but you had said like, it's a sports doc, like sports docs are pretty much always entertaining. And I'm with you. I completely agree. You know, there's a lot of great sports docs, but I have seen not good sports docs. Um, And it felt like you were kind of saying, and you can carry yourself in your thing, like there's an advantage there because it's just like, there's so much good content in that. But I feel like Eva Longoria, you know, especially considering that she hasn't done something like this, I was thoroughly impressed because there, I'm sure that there is so much more that she could have put in this, but she really restrained herself. She edited herself and she kept this at a good length where the pacing felt good and it was entertaining all the way through to the climax. And then past that, bringing like this resolution rather than ending it at the fight or no, after two fights, it, she brought like this resolution and this closure to their story well past their feud. So I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. You know what I was most impressed by? Eva Longoria was not in the documentary. She was not. You heard her voice towards the end? Towards the end. Like two or three times Uh where she's talking to them. That is restraint. Yeah. Because as an artist, we crave the limelight. Sure. And we want to put ourselves into the stories that we romanticized when we were younger. You know? Um, I did not have this emotional connection to this fight because I'm a black American. Mm -hmm. This speaks more so not necessarily to your culture because you're Puerto Rican American, you know, but essentially for Latinos, Tainos, whatever O's during that time frame, like this was, (laughs) this was a really, really big, big deal, right? Um, What I, and, and not even in my defense. I think that the beauty of sports documentaries is that the subject is what pulls us in. Um, I don't want to say that like the way that this could be posed is average in no way because you get some big names attached here. Yo, shout out to Claudia Trejos. She's a revelation. Ha, hallowed be thy name. Um, so I, 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 yo, I, it's like getting that adds flavor to the story, and that's what draws us in. Um, so like I still respect it. I, I had a lot of good, a lot of good fun with it. I really enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed like. Seeing um, the conflict, especially like in first generation, seeing the conflict between people, seeing how they love and what they care about and what should be done. I, I truly enjoyed the interviews. The interviews were so much fun. They were from the heart and they were really well shot as well. I also love the respect to their to like Spanish and English. You know, Oscar de la Hoya being a boy from L.A., spoke English. You know, he has his accent, but he still spoke English. Uh, you know, Julio Cesar Chavez, he spoke Spanish the whole time. And it was just it, it further showed their divide, but also how they were, they were the same, you know? Um, so for me, I gave this film an 8.5 out of 10. I'm at an 8 out of 10. I'm at an 8 out of 10. Beautiful. And last up on the report, we got Genius. Did I say that right? That's correct. Okay. Because I did not know how to pronounce this the first couple of times. Genius, a Kanye trilogy, part one. Follows the life of Kanye West in an intimate portrayal as he builds his way from singer to businessman and becomes a global brand. This doc is directed by Cootie and Chike Uza, starring Yay, Kanye, Kanye West, Kanye to the K to the West Side, Yeezy, 
this is just part one, which <laughs> I thought other people too. There, there, there are other people, <laughs> but it's yay, yay, some more yay, and give me all the yay. Um, I was originally overwhelmed because I had no idea if I was going to be able to watch the entire series. And then I think like it quickly, like right before Sundance started, got sold to Netflix. So Sundance was like, okay, we can only give you the part one per sure. yay in Netflix. Because it was originally going to be like four hours long. Yeah, it was going to be a really long time. And I had no idea how to dedicate that much time with All everything right. else we committed to. Um, but I will say this, just to be able to get a taste of this, understand like my bias. I have been a Kanye West fan since 2002. I found this dude, heard his music at a cypher after I went to go to TRL when I was living in New York as a sophomore in high school. And this man changed my life. Um, I've known his story and his struggle um, for so very long that I empathize with him when a lot of folks, and justifiably so, cannot always vibe with him. He says in the beginning of this documentary, I be needing a translator for real, y'all. He really does. I think that he is misspoken. I think that he's often misguided. And I think it's because his heart and his emotions are often misplaced because he has a chaos that is like just, just swirling on inside of him um, that I wish that he would have directed in the right ways. I love this man. I really, really do. And I definitely do. You know, I miss the old Kanye, you know, straight from the go Kanye, chop up the soul Kanye, sit on his goals Kanye. I don't necessarily hate the new Kanye. He is the bad mood Kanye. Um, but like I, I adore all the facets that makes up this very complex individual who is absolutely an artist. And I love at the end of this first part, it was really sold to us by the director Cootie. When you move in faith, all things are possible. And I think above all, Kanye West is very much rooted in faith, even though his faith can look different from our own. I learned a lot about um, the music industry from this, <laughs> honestly, because like I, I'm not well connected to to rap or, and R&B and like certain kind of uh, of music productions but uh, I saw the struggle and I saw how like you can be appreciated but at the same time not trusted to the to the core that you can do something that that you believe in but resilience dedication are always the key for success and I saw how he was doing this like from all these footage and also this proves my idea about footage Keep taking video footage of your life. You will always need it. You never know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, important to note, this footage is literally have been has been recorded from in the late 90s and yeah. has just been compiled all this time. We think of like how much stardom that Kanye has had, and it's crazy to think that it's only gotten this intimate in this documentary right now. He's done little stuff per project, but this is one that which I didn't realize is really like the true like uh, composition of his life. So yeah. I, that's a very good point. We will start. Hey, hey, go ahead and fund us a GoPro. All right. <laughs> exactly. 22 years of footage oh, like gosh. in this movie. But as filmmaking, um, it's okay. It's connected. I cannot like judge the or the whole thing till the the four episodes like I can see them. But it's 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 well connected in a way. I will say this. Bringing it back to, you know, talking about La Guerra Civil. I, you know, on, on La Guerra Civil, I really, I, I mentioned how well I feel like Eva Longoria did at restraining herself and containing this feud and this story. Whereas in this, I feel like Cootie and Chica Uza did not do it as well. I feel like there is a lot of empty space in this documentary, though it is very informative. I'm liking a lot of it. You know, I am... I was a very huge Kanye West fan. I'm a huge fan still of everything he produces. Uh, like these mini albums that he released, like with Nas and all this stuff. Like he, 
I really love what he does. I love his beat making. I think he's an incredible mind. As far as his personal music, I feel like after my Dark Twisted Fantasy, I've lost touch with him. But everything pre then, incredible. Uh, I, I think All of the Lights is one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever created. Um, so I'm really enjoying seeing how he came up and the struggles he came through. That being said, does it need to be four hours long? I'm not convinced that it does. Um, I feel like a two-part, you know, hour and 15-minute doc would would be good. I'm not looking forward to saying through four hours of what I witnessed, but I do enjoy the the story of the come up. I cannot wait to take in the rest of this this doc and uh, reflect back and look forward. Uh, report card for part one uh, for. Genius, a Kanye trilogy. I got a 9 out of 10. I'm at a 7.5. So far, I'm at a 7. But we'll report back when we see the whole thing. And that is it for this part of Sundance coverage. Hope you all enjoyed it. Make sure you continue following our coverage. We're going to be dropping some more episodes for you all. So stay in touch. Stay in tune so you can hear all the, all the information on the films that we watched, how we felt about it. Also, make sure you check out the site and reportpod.com for our written coverage on there. Lastly, hey, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out, helps people find us. Takes like 10 seconds. We would greatly appreciate it. Leave us a review. Actually, you can do it on Spotify too now. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Team, where can the folks find you? You can find me at Mohammed Chama on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow your boy at Cold Beats Hold Me. And you can find me at the Raul Nevado. You can find us at mreportpod. On Twitter, on Instagram, I'll show. Check out the site, mreportpod.com. Hey, be a part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours, Minorities Report. Peace.